When you drive the brand ranked number one in dependability by J.D. Power, you can stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see yourself behind the wheel of the brand ranked number one in dependability by J.D. Power. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Kia received the fewest reported problems among all brands in the J.D. Power 2022 U.S. Vehicle Dependability Study based on 2019 models. See jdpower.com slash awards for 2022 details. Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Paul is the author of three best-selling books, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, and his brand new book, 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency and Make More Money in Lawn Care. Now available on Audible and narrated by Mr. Producer. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to today's program. Our special guest today is James Mansky from Elkhorn Lawn Care. They're a one-stop shop out in Nebraska, and their company continues to expand and grow out about 50 employees now and uh, big plans for the future. So today we're actually going to talk about how do we identify our ideal customer, the person, the people, the properties that we really want to serve. And then once we identify those customers, how do we actually create and execute a marketing plan to get the customers that we want? So important. And we're going to dive into the details of this today. So without further ado, here's my interview with James Mansky from Elkhorn Lawn Care. Thank you, sir. Excited to be here today. Yes, sir. We were on video now. So uh, we'll have this up on the YouTube, Facebook, and uh, just rolling out. I was telling James off air, getting the video action going. So you guys can watch us over there. Yes, sir. You've been all over the country, man. Down in Miami, Arizona. I watch you on Instagram stories. You seem like you've been uh, traveling the United States of America. Yeah. I, I mean, this is something that I'm really passionate about. Growing up, I never really had like a boat or four wheelers or anything. My parents were more... Um, what kind of experiences can we do that you can grow from, learn from, and just see different parts of the world. So traveling has always been one of my favorite things to do. Um, Meet new people, experience new foods, see a different part of the world and create the memories. Yeah. I've never been to Miami. It looks, it looks like a little too wild. I'm a, I'm a, kind of a, a small town country boy at heart. So I, I don't know if I'm ready for Miami, man. It looks a little, little crazy down there. Uh, it just depends where you go. I mean, North Miami, like the Fort Lauderdale, Hollywood area, that's Aventura. That's very slower. Okay. Not so hustle bustle as the Miami downtown area. Yeah. Um, but it's a lot of great stuff. I mean, it's it's tough coming back to the Midwest every time you get close <laughs> to the, the ocean, like no matter what time of year it is. So it's, I like it. It's good to be able to get away a little bit. Yeah. So you guys, you're Elkhorn Lawn Care. You guys have, if I remember correctly from last time we talked, you have like 40 employees. Is that correct? Yeah. And I'm not sure where we're at right now, but probably north of that. Um, Our goal is probably by the end of May to be between 50 and 60. Okay. Um, So we're constantly, you know, looking for good talent, looking for people with great attitudes. And, and the big thing now that we're, we're shifting into is um, I don't want to just like, Hey, we never discriminated, but, where 
like what other people can we attract into this industry, especially nowadays where it's so difficult to find, you know, good help. But is there different races, different genders, you know, different ages? Like maybe there's a bunch of baby boomers that are not wanting to be in the office anymore. Mm-hmm. They might be great mowers or fertilizing applicators. So we're, we're opening all of those avenues and kind of trying to attract those as well um, of people that might typically not have known that this type of work was available for them. So we're, we're exploring all that. I'll probably have more for you here in the next couple of weeks, but um, we're looking to bring on our first person that's semi-retired mm-hmm. here soon to be a mowing person. So we'll see how it goes. Well, yeah, let, let me know. Hopefully he's still, I uh, got, got it in him, man. I had a guy, a seasoned gentleman one time work out for me and he's in the middle of the backyard and he just stopped. The mower's just sitting there and he walked up to me. He's like, Paul, he's like, I don't think I could do it. <laughs> first, first day, halfway through the yard. And uh, it's hot down here in the ATL, man, in, in the summers. But, oh, uh, for sure. Today, yeah, I'll go ahead. Something good for them. I mean, maybe they they like planting, or maybe they like maybe they're not doing the hardscapes, but they like to do fertilizing. If you have machines and you're not pushing every house, but um, I think just having that open openness that you know we're attracting all walks of life, we'll find a position for you that that works for you and works for the company. Totally. Well, I'd like to talk a little bit today, James, about getting the best customers and. Uh, kind of how we accomplished that. So we were talking off here, you said top persona customers. Um, How do we find those folks? Sure. So this is something that everybody can be doing, even if it's your first year in business, second year, 30th year. Um, I like to always just take a look at our whole customer list and who's our top customers, right? Is it commercial customers that have multiple locations? Is it campuses? Is it high-end residential that do 30-some services of ours that we offer. Mm -hmm. Uh, So those are your top people, right? Your top clients. And then their personas are what they do. Mm -hmm. So are they aged 40 to 50? Are they married? Are they um, doctors? Are they lawyers? Are they GMs for those companies that make the decision? So you have to kind of pinpoint that. Mm -hmm. And the more data, the better. So is there a certain place that they hang out. Where do they go to dinner? What kind of cars do they drive? What zip code are they in? Mm -hmm. And that's kind of what populates your top persona of ideal customers for your business. Um, And once you know that, then it's easier to target that in your marketing, Mm -hmm. uh, where you go out to dinner, you know, what Mm -hmm. circles you go in and you just, you keep networking through those, those characteristics, those attributes. And that's what helps build your, your ideal customer list. Because those people are the ones that are the most favorable for your business. Let's get into some of the details of what you discovered. Um, I guess the zip code is going to vary depending on where you are in the, the country. But what, what have you found with the, the types of cars, the types of restaurants? Where, where are the folks you're targeting? What kind of cars do they have? What kind of restaurants are they going to? Yeah, it's um, so in our in our area of town, it's more of they have houses that are probably 600 700,000 plus, Mm -hmm. right. They're on at least a half an acre or more. Mm -hmm. Um, they're both, they're married with kids. So they've got both professional careers and they like spending time with their kids. So those are the Mm -hmm. people that, that work, want to work with us because they don't have the time to mow the yard, to take care of the irrigation, to do the snow removal, to do Christmas lights. They want to spend as much time with the family as possible. So those are probably our top personas for residential. Like they expect one customer or one company to just take care of everything for them. Mm -hmm. And they'd be appreciative for that. So that 
they don't have to call 10 other contractors to do stuff. So that's on the residential side. For commercial, um, we're looking more of that medium to small size, medium to small size building or office space that could be hotels, fast food, and where they have multiple locations. Mm -hmm. So they're constantly growing. They're acquiring new land. They're building new properties. They're expanding into different markets, Mm -hmm. but we want to have that partnership with those people, whether they're local or, you know, run out of a different state, but they want somebody to trust here that can take care of everything from January through December throughout the entire year. And I think that offering all those services to help them is what's helped us grow so quickly is they don't have to deal with all the companies. They can trust one person, they make one phone call and we take care of everything. Yeah. The one, one stop shop. So once you, let's go back to the residential side, James, once you see, okay, here's a neighborhood with 200, 300 homes in it that are 600,000 plus what's your marketing efforts. Once you've kind of identified this neighborhood seems to be, you know, married families with children and and, and the the price tag of the home. This is our, this, we found it at what um, is the next step with your marketing now to, to turn those folks into actual customers. Sure. Yeah. It's, 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 it's a lot of different marketing, right? So um, a, like with social media, you can target down to the zip code or down to the geofencing area, Mm -hmm. um, even with SEO and everything as well with your Google ads. Um, But outside of that, I mean, seeing the same trucks in the neighborhood Mm -hmm. week after week after week after week, and they're like, oh, my neighbors use this company. Maybe I should. I'm not too happy with my company, but then they see us doing different services Mm -hmm. throughout the year. And that's kind of what sticks in their head. Um, Do you guys have enclosed trailers or what's your setup? It depends on the service. Okay. So for like irrigation, their service trucks or vans for fertilizing their trucks with fertilizing carriers or like we have fusos with big flatbeds. Mm -hmm. Um, Landscaping is mostly just dump trucks or dump. Yeah. Dump smaller trucks with uh, dump uh, trailers. And then, you know, there's still a big, a little mix of everything else in there too. So it's mostly just the wraps on the vehicles. Okay. So you use wraps. Correct. And we do have some enclosed trailers, but um, they're still always being pulled by a truck that's wrapped. So okay. we're, they're seeing the trucks and they're seeing our uniforms. Like we just got brand new uniforms that aren't just t-shirts. Mm-hmm. So we partnered with a company that does, you know, they, they, they pick them up, they clean them, they fix them. Everybody's got their name on oh, a back wow. on them. So it's, everybody is hundred percent uniform with wow. khaki shorts, khaki pants, long sleeve shirts, long sh- or short sleeve shirts, but they're all, it's almost like the mechanical outfit that you see at like a Jiffy Lube or those places, but yeah, guys love them and everybody looks exactly the same. So it just gives that brand recognition even more. Yeah. That will definitely set you across, um, apart from the competition for sure. Yeah. And the guys like it too. Um, when they don't have to wash anything, if there's a rip in it, it gets Mm -hmm. fixed or replaced Mm -hmm. and they just constantly have clean clothes every single day of the week. So you don't have to use the same jacket or pants if it's dirty the next day. I mean, they get two weeks worth of clothes. So it's a great thing that we just started here this year and the feedback's been positive. So going to continue doing that. That's, that's fantastic. So what I hear you saying is you, you pick your, your, your target customer, then you have your marketing with your, your wraps on your vehicles 
Hello, Green Industry Podcast listeners. This is Xander Kirby with Pure Marketing Agency. Many of you may have heard me as a friend of the show as I'm a huge believer in Paul and our great landscaping community. Five years ago, I began Trifecta Landscaping with zero experience, and by God's grace, we have grown into a multi-million dollar debt-free company. I was able to do this in large part with having a great understanding on social and digital marketing, and that is why we are now launching my new company, Pure Marketing. Every thriving business needs a top-of-the-line website, consistent and creative content, and full optimization of Google and digital footprints. If you're ready to grow your business and for new clients to discover you, contact our team for free at puremarketingteam.com, where we focus purely on marketing so you can focus purely on your business. Have you heard the exciting news? Caleb and Brittany have started construction on what will be the Hardscape Academy's official headquarters for in-person training. This summer, you'll be able to go to their 8,400-square-foot facility in beautiful Fairfield County, Ohio, and get the hands-on training you and your crew need to improve your skill set and earn more money. If you can't attend in person, they will always have their online training resources for paper installation, retaining walls, fire pits, and step installation, along with one-on-one coaching calls. All of this can be found at thehardscapeacademy.com. If you're serious about mastering your skills, abilities, efficiency, and bottom line, thehardscapeacademy.com is for you. And that link is in today's show notes. Hey, Landscaper, do you work hard all year for freedom but still feel as though your money controls you? Unfortunately, because you can't give bookkeeping your full energy or focus, it just sits there most nights untouched, continually haunting you. Because your business demands your time elsewhere, you need a personalized bookkeeping solution dedicated to your industry. Gulf Coast Bookkeeping, now known as the Landscaping Bookkeeper, is dedicated to giving your time and peace of mind back through our monthly bookkeeping service. You can begin this partnership with us today by going to gulfcoastbk.com and scheduling a 15-minute phone call. We want you to become a confident and informed business owner. We'll take care of your grain so you can take care of theirs. Schedule a 15-minute call today at gulfcoastbk.com. Your mower blades are sharp, the whippersnipper is ready to rock, and you're all set to cut that grass and make that cash. Hi, it's Mr. Producer. I know you're ready to rock and roll, but have you thought about how to maximize your time on the mower once the podcasts are done for the day and you have hours of work still ahead? Let me recommend audiobooks from Audible. Paul has three titles that you can listen to, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, Best Business Practices for Landscapers, and the brand new 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency and Make More Money in Lawn Care, which he so kindly allowed me to narrate. These audiobooks are a great way to make the most of your time and help you grow your business. I'll put links down in the podcast description. Your uniforms, looking sharp with that. You mentioned some Facebook and Google ads. Um, what else do you have in the mix to, to try to take over um, that neighborhood? I think that the biggest thing, I mean, those work really well. Mm-hmm. Um, and we don't even really push Google ads or Facebook ads anymore because it's just, it's, we have so many Google reviews. Okay. That when people search, we just pop up right away. Mm-hmm. So that was, we do a lot with SEO. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what's gotten us the most phone calls is that constant, you know, I need sprinkler service. Who's in my area? And then we pop up. I need yep. fertilizing. Who's, who do you recommend? Like, so all, and wherever they're searching that, 
we always pop up in those areas too from SEO. Mm-hmm. Um, outside of just traditional marketing, I'm I'm talking to every single person I know, and most of our guys are talking to everybody we know too because everybody gets sales commission. Oh so wow! If they if a mowing guy's out there or mowing crew, and they see that a neighbor's house has a bunch of weeds. They're recommended to go and just talk. Hey, do you have anybody taking care of this? No, let us get an estimate to you. Wow. So we do five percent on any kind of upsell, cross sell, new sale, and that carries year over year over year. So it just it's another way to make money in the company outside of just your regular pay. Um, so everybody's a salesperson, right? Mm-hmm. That's but, genius. So how do you how do you calculate and track that if the just the regular technician out in the field? goes across and says, Hey, Mrs. Smith, your garden beds look raggedy. Do you want us to come clean them up? How does that correlate into him getting his 5% or her? Sure. Good question. It's so they, they have carbon copy receipts, so they, they can see all the ones that they've talked to. And then they hand it into the office. Mm-hmm. We'll either reach out or if they've already given them an estimate, then we'll put it in as soon as that customer signed up and paid. So we pay that out quarterly. Mm-hmm. Then we, we add that to the paycheck or have a separate paycheck with all of those on there. So, are, so you, are your top performers, are they earning hundreds or thousands in, in commission from, from these upsells and cross sells? Yeah, it's something we started last year. Okay. Um, so, it's probably thousands mm-hmm. as the top performers that all it takes is a five minute conversation with somebody, right? Mm-hmm. Or they're calling you because there's a, an issue. And then you say, hey, well, I see you only do fertilizing with us. You know, it really help is aerating, overseeding. Mm-hmm. So, you're just constantly helping them with their, their issues or problems which is a sale. And that's what we kind of track. And the biggest thing is we're just trying to help people. So what's, what's their biggest need, right? Is the product we're already offering them, helping them with their need, or is it just kind of, is it not what they really need? Is it, do we need to offer them a completely different product or service to handle what they're trying to accomplish? Mm-hmm. So it's constantly just informing them and, that's with like newsletters too. We constantly send those out every month mm-hmm. of what's coming up the next month. Hey, we have Japanese beetles coming in in like June, July. Make sure you get on Japanese the beetles. What are those? So those are we, we ain't got them down here. Thank God. That that sounds scary, man. Yeah, it's it's pretty bad. They cause a lot of damage in the Midwest. Um, so we spray for those twice a summer, and it'll just defoliate a lot of shrubs, plants trees. So we spray for those. Okay. Um, but a lot of new customers don't know. So we have to inform them before that time. Hey, this is what you need to look for. If you start seeing this, let us know. We can always help out if you want an estimate. Mm-hmm. So it's more of informing the customer as much as possible mm-hmm. throughout the entire year. Right. Um, Are you sending these newsletters out via email or? Yeah. So we use MailChimp. For yeah. That. Okay. That's what I use. Yep. Yeah. And that's, and it's, there's always a call to action on every single monthly newsletter too. So do you want an estimate for this? Do you want to take advantage of this promo? Um, we have a giveaway. Make sure you do this, this, and you get entered into, you know, $150 for Omaha steaks or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's always a call to action, whether it's getting Google reviews, getting positive surveys, signing people up, but mm-hmm. we're always informing them every single month too of something that they might not have known. Okay. So in in summary, you got the website working for you. You have your Google, my business reviews connected, you know, to, to the online working for you. You got your uniforms, you got your trucks, wraps, all of that. And then you got your newsletter to your existing customers. And then you have, um, what else am I missing out on? 
I think that's everything you mentioned. Is there any, is there anything else I'm leaving out with your uh, mastermind marketing plan? Um, I mean, outside of that, it's just asking for referrals, right? Mm -hmm. Or wherever you're going, you're networking with people. So whenever I go out, I make sure I'm eating out at places where our top personas are eating out Mm -hmm. because you know, they're not going to Taco Bell or McDonald's or anything like that. They're going to go to the nicer steakhouses. They're going to go to the nice Italian restaurants. And I always sit in places where I'm not, you know, confined. Mm -hmm. I want to be able to like see everybody around me, strike up conversations. Mm -hmm. Um, because the person right next to you could be a home builder that needs sprinkler installations at all their new builds. So mm-hmm. it's more of just being friendly with people and just making that connection because you never know where or when it's going to turn into new business or uh, referred business. Yeah. Um, I was interviewing Mike Bedell yesterday. He said, rock stars hang out with rock stars. And uh, I think it's Ken Coleman who wrote a book called The Proximity Principle. You just put yourself in the right place at the right time. Give us your best story of when you were out in public at a restaurant or wherever and you you met someone and that turned into good business for you. Do you have an example? Yeah, I mean, there's there's so many Um, because usually everybody I talk to, I somehow figure out how to help them out and then they help me out. So Mm -hmm. um, I'd say it probably happens like once a week Mm -hmm. with just everybody I meet because I'm just constantly asking them, hey, how's it going? What's you know, what's your business? How do I help you? Oh, you're a home builder or a realtor. I know so-and-so that's looking to sell their house or their land. So I'm always trying to give them something in return or mm-hmm. first. And then it always leads to, Hey, I've got this property that needs an estimate, or we've got this new commercial building that um, we need landscaping around. So I think those, I don't really have one because they're constantly, you know, coming in for, they remember me when it's time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say that, a majority of the people now that I'm talking to, it's more businesses and how to collaborate. So if you're a roofer, if you're a parking lot cleaner, if you're a concrete company, okay, how do we partnership or create a partnership where I can offer that to our commercial customers um, by getting you work? And then maybe I'm like an outside salesman type with a, with a kickback mm-hmm. because I'm trying to incorporate even more services to who we already do business with mm-hmm. that can um, we're, we're like I said, we're trying to, reduce the amount of people they have to deal with. So if I can handle their concrete work by bringing in a partner to do that, I'd be happy to do so. So it's more of just creating those strategic business relationships. Mm -hmm. Um, That's what I'm focusing on. What's the biggest challenge you face in your business now that you're, you know, pushing this 50, 60 employee mark, you know, this season, what challenges you face at this stage of, of a business getting this large? Oh man, you know, I love issues and problems to work through and hurdles. So it's always something different every spring, every summer, every, so every month there's something different that comes up. So I would say right now it's space because there's very little, um, warehouses, industrial land. I mean, I've got land, Mm -hmm. but to build it costs double than what it would have been in 2020. So Mm -hmm. just finding the space to be able to optimize properly and more efficiently, um, that's probably our biggest hurdle, mm-hmm. but we just recently got another warehouse where we have a couple of divisions run out of. So that kind of alleviated some of that, um, that hecticness, mm-hmm. but outside of that, I mean, it's, it's the market not knowing what's going to be, um, happening with price increases for materials. I mean, our seed went up 300% Jeez. from last year Man. and people don't, some people are okay with it. Those are our top personas that they're okay with a hundred dollar increase in their fertilizing application. Um, but it's just informing the people that 
you know, we had this massive increase in labor, insurance and fuel and um, cost of goods sold. Mm-hmm. They're they're just not there yet. So, yeah, we've had a lot of people cancel this year because of those price increases. But those might not have been the customers we truly want long term um, or they're going to come back when they realize that the product somebody else is using is an inferior product. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, everything works out, um, but we're going to be it's just not knowing what the market's going to do. And if there's any shortages of of materials or another round of increases, I mean, that's just the biggest unknown that mm-hmm. we got to deal with on a weekly basis. Totally. James, what has helped you get to where you are today? I know a lot of our listeners are in the beginning stages of a lawn care landscaping business and to see somebody who's got, you know, 40 plus employees and and seven or so divisions and and you've really built something special out there in Nebraska. But um, how have you got to where you are today? Man, there's a... I, so I never worked for any other lawn landscape company. So for me, it was a lot of fails mm-hmm. and learning from those failures and realizing what not to do. So I could tell you a thousand things not to do when starting a business. But um, what, is, what are able- some of those main fails? Like you're like, wow, that that was a really bad decision. Oh, man. I mean, there's so many that the ones that stick out are like marketing, like the, the amount of money you used to spend on mailing um, EDDM, you know, promotionals and stuff like that. But that was also before social media came along um, and Google My Business and all that stuff. And even to not have to realizing that the cheapest is not always the best route. Mm-hmm. So with vehicles, with equipment, with um, signage on your on your vehicles, mm-hmm. like go for the best person because you're going to spend twice or more than that constantly updating it, changing it, finding what works for you, mm-hmm. and just having a good brand that um, looks professional. Like I wish I would have just spent the money up front to have somebody design like our logo and design our wraps, then spend, you know, tens of thousands of dollars to constantly redo it because I was trying to save money mm-hmm. and, and then just space. I mean, and try and setting the prices right too, because I was doing mm-hmm. very cheap services for so long that I didn't, I didn't research the market. So I wish I would have done that a lot sooner of, of collecting data of what's all the competition doing and not the smaller competition. What are the biggest companies doing for their, you know, minimum prices for fertilizing, irrigation, snow, all of that stuff, because I was leaving a lot of money on the table when I was first starting out Mm -hmm. um, a lot. So if I would have known that early on too, of just, okay, here's where we all are. Here's where we should be. And finding the inefficiencies that maybe technology could have filled. Mm-hmm. What are some of those examples of, of how technology um, affects your business and it makes it more efficient? I would say, you know, you, you have to have a strong accounting system mm-hmm. that tracks everything that can add late fees that can hold um, ACH information. So you don't have to constantly be searching for, for money or collecting AR, mm-hmm. um, getting people on that prepayment or ACH plan where it's, you're just running it every single month or every service saves, not, not only money, but a lot of time that you could be doing other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just like a CRM a routing software, anything that tracks like your vehicles. So you can just collect data in every aspect mm-hmm. and not miss anything. So there's so much tech that does that now. But like I said, in the beginning stages, I was using MapQuest. 
And oh my gosh. Figure it out. Like, okay, where's the next closest house? And we had, you know, like an eight by 10 map of, of our town and just trying to figure out the best routes and yeah, and it was just a different time. So what's your accounting software now and what's your routing you have separate is your accounting software separate from your CRM? Which ones are you using? If you don't mind sharing. Sure. Um, so we use QuickBooks online. So okay. everything we do now is not local. So it's all cloud-based mm-hmm. because I never wanted to have, so this was another thing that we messed up on. We had everything local storage and then that server crashed. And then we were out like everybody's information for months. And I said, never again, are we going to do anything local? So all the software we use now is Mm -hmm. cloud-based. So QuickBooks Online is amazing because we use that for payroll. We use it for taxes. We use it for pretty much everything, collecting payments and Mm -hmm. and credit card info, all that stuff. So it's shortened up the the need for more people with just that program. Mm -hmm. And we use real greens systems for like our routing and our kind of like a CRM for just being able to track people with multiple services, multiple programs. And you can see what tech was there, what notes they had. Mm-hmm. And it's just a, it's a collaboration of notes from previous years that we can always pull up. Um, those are probably our two most used. Mm-hmm. And then of course we use like Google drive for communication and documents for the whole team. And, mm-hmm. um, Verizon Connect for GPS and maintenance. So unfortunately, with all the software out there, there's nothing that works for us specifically because we have so many divisions or so many different moving parts that we have to utilize different softwares for that. Um, So we're looking to build that out soon Mm -hmm. and be just custom to our company. So it's something that it's tough to do, but there's a lot of, of good options out there for smaller companies that would do wonders and save a lot of time that you could focus on running the business instead of working in the business or trying to get more leads, more sales to grow. Okay. Yeah. Well, definitely you're doing better than most with, um, you know, taking advantage of technology to, to run more efficiently. What trends are you noticing in the industry as, as we go into 2022? What, what do you see is kind of taking root here? You know, I, I don't really look at the competition ever. Um, so I don't really know what everybody's doing. I just want to make sure that we're, we're doing everything we can to be in front of the competition, Mm -hmm. um, to a point where we get so big that they just hand us business or they want to sell to us. Mm -hmm. Um, so I don't even focus on what else is going on in our community or with other people's businesses, um, because that's just taking us away from the big vision. If our big vision is to do X amount and have, multiple locations and in three years, then what is, what is your vision? I'm sure a lot, you've probably got pitched multiple times from some of these bigger companies trying to buy you out. What, why have you not sold it so far? And what, what's your vision for the future? You know, it's, and it's constantly changing, but, um, we will be, you know, we're going to have at least five locations in our, in our surrounding area, probably three in the next year or two. Mm-hmm. Actually this year we'll have three locations. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just building that, that complete dominance of the area first. And then we're going to be slowly going to different markets, different States, different cities mm-hmm. and partnering or acquiring businesses that want to grow mm-hmm. with our processes. So if there's somebody in Atlanta that wants to partner up, mm-hmm. that's a newer company that's one, three, 5 million or 15 million. Um, we're looking at those options too. So the plan is to be, you know, uh, kind of all over the area and just continue to increase our footprint because it's, 
it's once you have the processes down and this is no matter what stage you're at, that's something probably too, I would have done a lot, a long time ago is just what's every single process of everything we're doing day to day. If it's office, if it's answering the phone, if it's mowing, if it's loading maintenance, whatever it is, like documenting all of those processes so that we can just plug somebody new in and then they know exactly what to do. There's no questions. Mm-hmm. And that's how we multiply quicker. Um, so the big vision is just to constantly grow, acquire, create partnerships with different companies across the states and hopefully get somewhere warmer too. So the winter is uh, maybe by the beach or in Atlanta, right? So I'd go um, to the beach, not Atlanta, man. <laughs> oh man. I go down to Florida. And it's just bringing a bunch of winners with us too. So yeah. we want people to win and who wants to, who sees this vision in our company and other companies that want to join that wants to be, you know, an area manager or run their own location in the next five years. What made you want to tackle the social media and helping others? I know you got so much on your plate running your team. And I, I know you've been helping um, other folks with, with their business. You've been doing your Tuesday night live streams. And um, I heard you on Jeremiah Jennings podcast as well. And, and so you're getting yourself out there. Um, what, what, what motivated you to, to help others and, and to pour out this information that when I started, I didn't have all this. I made the same dumb mistakes you probably did early on. Just no one was, te- no one was, everyone was like a secret. We're not going to tell you. And you have to kind of figure it out on your own. And now it's like folks like yourself who are really established are pouring out this golden information. So tell us a little bit about that journey. Yeah, it's, um, and like you said, there was, nobody was doing anything that we're doing back in the day. So it's, I, if I've got information to help people, I'd rather just help people. Mm-hmm. Like there's no point holding it in um, and keeping it to myself because I want to create success in other companies too, in other states. So mm-hmm. I'm sharing as much as I can. And how it started was I started with consulting one friend in, in Omaha as well with his company and then seeing him go, you know, growing 84% within one year. I'm like, wow. oh, shit, how do we help more people do that? Mm-hmm. And then it led to, you know, the book. And then we need to reach more people because I can't spend four hours with one company in, you know, Pennsylvania or Colorado, like it's tougher. So I need to create a, an environment where I can share information and give information as much as I can out uh, to just help people with their problems they're facing, whether they're starting out or they're a $5 million company, because mm-hmm. everybody has different issues at different levels. So it was more of just, we just need to help each other out and how do we do so to create a lot more success in the industry? Um, Cause that's what makes me, that's what fills me up is just seeing these success stories mm-hmm. and helping people with like one thing that they didn't know, they didn't know. And it blows their business up and just kind of being that mentor for them along the way as well, as they break through those different uh, levels of business. Cause every new level is a different issue or different hurdle mm-hmm. that um, they don't know because they haven't been there before. Totally. Well, how, how can people connect with you, James, as you're sharing today and guys are like, man, this guy is smart fella and, and they want to learn more from you. How can they connect with your live streams, with your content and, and uh, get in maybe even part of your coaching program to tell us how, how folks can connect with you? Yeah. So I'm on all social platforms and then um, jamesmansky.com is where you can get more information as well. Um, there's free materials on there to help help scale your business and help build the business. And with that as well, there will be an invite for that free material um, click 
like link um, for an invite to our Tuesday night live, which is 7:30 Central Time. Okay. And every week since we incorporated this, um, it's been a different topic every single week and just helping people from where they are currently at or where the majority of people are struggling. Like I come up with those topics weekly. So next week's going to be something completely different. Two weeks from now, a month from now, it's going to be something completely different. And I think that that's just, it's a community of people that um, are all in the industry that are all rooting for each other. And there's not, they're not wishing that, you know, somebody doesn't do good. So we're all building each other up. There's questions after each session that we go through personally. Um, and it's, it's just a good time for people to get knowledge. Okay. And are those live streams free? You got to pay to, to watch. No, those those are free and free 99. No, they're, they're all free. And we put the, the beginning portions on YouTube, um, Mm -hmm. for everybody's access, but the, I like the end of it because that's the Q and a that we don't, share with anybody else that we can go through personal questions of what you're going through in business and it's different for everybody. Right. So, um, there is one-on-one interaction for those as well. And I think that's, what's most beneficial is we're here to help each other. Okay. Well, that's fantastic, man. I, I really appreciate you uh, being on our program again. And I know at GIE, man, you hit me on Thursday. I was so tired. We, we should have, if I would have had more energy, we could have went and got a steak dinner or hung out, man. But I, you had gone to Naylor's event and I was beat, dude. I was ready to fall asleep. Yeah, it was a good time. And it was butt chilly cold up there, man. I'm not used to that. It was. It was. <laughs> I don't like, you're used to it probably, man. That, oh, I don't like all that. No, yeah, it was a, it was a good event though. Um, and I'm excited for this year too. And, and you know, Lawn and Landscape is doing a tech summit in, in the Scottsdale area in August. Mm-hmm. So if anybody's in that area, I'll be um, one of the keynotes there as yeah. well. Yeah. And love to hang out or connect with people. I think I'm going to be there from like Wednesday through Saturday. Um, so that's all online on Landscape's website as well. And I'm happy, happy to help as many people as possible. So if you have personal questions, just let me know. I'm always here to so tell to me about out. this event again. Maybe I should head out there and podcast. It's in, in Arizona. Yeah, I believe it's August 24th. Okay. I think it's the 24th through the 26th. I want to okay. say, don't quote me on that, but, um, and they, but it is, it's a tech summit. So they've got, it's going to be three days of, of technology, how to incorporate, build the business. And there's going to be some great speakers there. And it's just a, it's in a good spot too. So it's at a great location in Scottsdale mm-hmm. and, um, there'll be a lot of good information. So that's what that's hosted by lot and landscape magazine. Okay. Those are the folks that put out that top 100 businesses in our industry, right? Correct. Is, is yep. your company in there yet? Um, I don't think so. I don't okay. know if they've ever asked us, but I know there's... It's, well, you got, you have to submit. See, you got to submit. They have an application. I was reading the fine print. You got to submit it to them. I don't think they're going to seek you out. Yeah. And that's, and that's something too, because I've met a couple of companies that um, I know one that could probably be in the top 10 that's in our region but they don't want people to know they're in the top 10. Right. Um, So I think it's something that there's a lot of hidden companies. I wonder why they wouldn't want to know. I know it's like number one is bright view. Number two is true green. And then I think Davy trees, usually three. And I I always look at that thing, but um, yeah. and And I think it's marketing for them too, because they see people see the magazine. They see that, okay, these are the top 100. Maybe I should apply at those companies. 
So I think there's also that where um, it just it gives notice of who's who's moving and shaking. But there's a lot of hidden gems that aren't on there that should probably be, you know, at the top of that list, too. Why aren't they on there? Well, what's their motive for for staying hidden? You know, I'm not sure. I don't maybe they just don't want the attention and they're slowly taking over because the ones I know of, um, they're acquiring and they're they're adding multiple locations every year. And maybe they just don't want the competition to know who their top competitor is Hmm. until they get bought out. All right. (laughs) That makes sense, I guess. I'd be acting a fool, man. If I was fucking on the top 100, I'd be, I'd be. uh, Yeah. And then it's something to promote too, but um, yeah, I'm not sure why they don't, they don't advertise that or try to get on that list. When our podcast gets in the top 100, man, I'll be like, I'll squeeze in there 97. I'll be screenshotting that. Be like, look, well, we're, uh, we're celebrating that, man. For sure. (laughs) It's a big win. Yeah, dude. We are the podcast. um, We've been in the top 100 quite a bit. It's pretty cool. The business entrepreneurship. So that's awesome. And you're doing great stuff. I mean, your community is awesome. Um, the information's awesome. And you're consistent with that, which once you're consistent, then people pay attention, right? So it's yeah, it's something that you're 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 killing on and people appreciate that. Cool. Well, I, I really appreciate your time, James. And I hope you guys, as you listen to this, will get will plugged in. I've been watching. I always like your who's this Angela Bangs? lady is that your girlfriend your sister who, who's who's this no, girl? yeah so she's a she's a friend in town too and um you'll have to talk to her sometime because she's got a good story from when we met and how she's blown up her business too but she helps me with a lot of you know social stuff she, okay. she runs a team of vas that are in other countries that help wow. with all of that stuff behind the scenes and um without her and the team of vas virtual assistants i mean there's, there's no way I'd be able to handle all the stuff going on day to day. Yeah. Um, so it's a big attribute to know those types of people to get linked in with them and have them help in whatever aspect, if it's social, if it's building a website, if it's marketing, whatever it is, mm-hmm. um, it's a good person to know. Yeah. Cause then I always like your post and then she always likes it. I was like, who is, I'm always the first or second person to like it. Cause the algorithm puts you up on my, feed every single day, but I, I've noticed the consistency and the topics are always right on, I mean, right on the money, um, with what you're doing with those. So. Yeah. And she understands the algorithms too. Cause that's something I'm, I was never usually on social. Like I was always building the business, building the business and not right. promoting it or myself as much. So, um, she kind of opened my eyes to how social media gods work and, um, how important it is to, you know, consistently, do yeah. social media and how to do it. And there's so much stuff that's changing every day too, that I just want to throw my phone and, and hit, hit the wall. Like I, as soon as you figure something out on Instagram and then you got TikTok, then you got Facebook, then you got YouTube, then you got podcasts. And then it's like, do this, don't do that. It's like, Oh my gosh, there's, it is so much to, to keep up with all of it. It's constantly changing LinkedIn. I mean, it's just, it's a wild game, but I, I, what I was doing is giving you a compliment or her a compliment that your, yeah, your sure. stuff's, your stuff's um, doing a lot of the right things from what I'm studying and, and researching. And, and uh, Gary Vaynerchuk's a good guy. If you guys are want to learn more of that, I, I try to just listen to what he says. Cause he pays more attention to it than what I do. But yeah. And it's um, like I said, she's, she does an amazing job. It's a great person to know. Um, and I know she's helping me help other businesses as well. So if you need help with social media, if you need help with bookkeeping, like all that stuff, mm-hmm. we're building that platform of 
of you don't need to hire somebody at forty, fifty, sixty thousand dollars a year. We can help with you know x amount, a fraction of that mm-hmm. a month to take over all of that work for you, and and just create a lot less stress. So um, it's something that's needed in our industry and a lot of industries, but it's it's what I've been hearing and seeing in companies that you you're you're at an infant stage. You can't hire an office manager or a social media manager or you know, but several hundred dollars a month mm-hmm. to manage all of that to do the right things is very attractive, very beneficial. Yeah, totally. Well, is we, let me see here. Yeah. A list of questions. I think we covered about them all. Is there anything else we're leaving out that, that needs to be addressed on your end? You know, there's, there's, there's so much, I mean, I could talk to you for eight hours and we'd still probably not cover everything, but, um, I think the biggest thing is like everybody just needs to to have confidence in what they're comfortable doing. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, the more confidence you have, like you don't need to look at the top business in the, in your city. Like you are special because you're doing something that most people aren't doing. Mm-hmm. You're taking the risk, you're building a business, you're building a team, you're creating winning an um, atmosphere. So you're already doing way more than a majority of the population that once you realize that, then you're already winning, right? So mm-hmm. you don't need to compare to all these other people of what so-and-so is doing or how much revenue they've got or how many people on their team. Um, because what you've got is unique to just your personality. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest thing that people don't realize. They just constantly want to be like, be like this company or be like this person, but um, you're already ahead of them. Like you're, you're winning because you're taking that leap of faith. So just constantly keeping that in the back of your head that you don't need to be like somebody else. Um, that's a powerful thing. Yeah, totally, man. All righty. Well, I think we can, uh, unless you got anything else, I think we can end it there, man. I usually go like 20, 25 minutes. My time stamp saying 40 minutes and 44 seconds and you're just warming up, dude. I love it. I love it. No, I, I think, uh, I think, I think that we're all on a good page for, for right now. And there's so much that is going to happen this year. There's so much growth that's going to happen to everybody. I'm excited to hear from it um, and hear everybody's success stories because it's going to be a, an amazing year and not focusing on all the issues that's going on in the industry or supply chain, but just keeping that bigger vision in mind. Um, stop looking for the small problems, but keep the bigger vision because then that'll take care of all the problems. Awesome. Well, thank you very much, James, for your time. Thanks, Paul. Appreciate you and can't wait to talk again soon. Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed our conversation with James Mansky. We'll have him back on the program for part two tomorrow. And we barely scratched the surface on marketing. If you guys want more information on how to get good customers, and then once you have those good customers, how to retain them, how to keep those customers, we have a whole e-training that's actually called How to Get and Keep Good Customers that Dr. Frank Holloman and myself created to really lay out the clear blueprint and strategy to get and keep good customers in the How to Get and Keep Good Customers e-training program. And that's available at the Resource Center at thegreenindustrypodcast.com. So if you want to take your marketing to the next level, check out how to get and keep good customers at the Resource Center at thegreenindustrypodcast.com.
This has been a Jameson Media and Mr. Producer production.